Hey, my name is Russ, and you're listening to the Russ Rants Podcast. To show about a lot of nothing, and yet a whole lot of something at the same time, could be about what generally infuriates me, current events, or just whatever comes to the top of my head. Either way, I am excited that you're here with us, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get on to the rant. You know, happy, happy gong show... Russ Rants podcast today. Uh, it is close to Christmas. Yes, it is. It is close to Christmas. And the reason why I say it's a gong show is because it has been a while. And uh, it's my fault, but uh, some exciting stuff has kind of been happening here at the Russ Rants podcast. We've actually been trying to invest and get a little bit more of a studio, an official studio set up. So I didn't really want to do a podcast until I kind of had my own little cozy nook all set up here. So basically what's happened is um, for my birthday, it's my birthday, uh, for my birthday, we've actually invested, and I say we because my wife and I, uh, we actually invested in some sound equipment. Um, it's not the fanciest. I'm going to say that for sure. We definitely went um, quantity over quality, uh, which produces its own set of challenges. But the idea is actually to set up this little studio, if you want to call it that, uh, for interviews, for live interviews. So we've actually bought a couple of mics. We've got some boom stands here. Um, and we're, we've got our own little audio interface finally working for us now, which is kind of cool. And uh, yeah, so we're pretty excited. And that's why it's taking me so long to, uh, to get this going for you guys. And thus, you're going to have to bear with me because I'm still trying to get used to all this stuff. And no, I've already noticed that it doesn't quite sound the same. Um, it, it's it's definitely different quality. But again, the idea is that this is kind of setting the tone. The microphone that I was actually using before uh, was a Turtle Beach gaming headset. And they're actually pretty dang fantastic. Like, they, don't get me wrong, they're... They're pretty awesome, and it, it had a really clear microphone, but it just wasn't it, it just wasn't big picture thinking, and so you don't really want to get into that too much, and you don't really care, don't really need to. Uh, but I've, I'm trying out something different. I'm stretching myself, learning about you know this audio interface that I was gifted, and working with the microphones that I've I've bought. Uh, and again, that's just to practice. It's to kind of get better and move on to bigger and better things. Um, so today on this Russ Rants podcast. It's before the holidays, and I got to tell you guys really quick, okay? I, I don't know about you. Christmas, to me, is a very fond time, okay? For for some, I, I know that it, it isn't, and for some, I know that it, it, it absolutely is. So you're both kind of listening in, being like, which, which side are we going to go here? Um, I, I am feeling a lot more stressed out this Christmas than I have years past. And I'm not exactly sure why. It, it's definitely caught my attention that the more kids we have and the more relatives uh, that also have more kids, uh, the more complicated Christmas gets. It's no longer a smaller intimate affair. It definitely comes with its own expectations uh, and kind of almost rules that you got to kind of abide by in order for the family to write it off as a successful Christmas. And so for me, my family drives out of town. It's not too far away. It's a, another city about two and a half hours south of here uh, to go visit my wife's family. And I'm looking forward to that. But for some reason, 
I mean, we're days at the at the recording of this podcast. We are days away from Christmas. It is not like a month away. It is not several weeks away. It is a few days away. And at the recording of this podcast, it for some reason still not sunk in that we are in the Christmas break. Today was my last day of work uh, for around ten days. Super grateful and uh, and happy and thankful that I get to have a job that allows me to spend time with my family and 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 that's actually important. My company makes it an effort uh, to to point it out that they actually care that we go and interact with our families uh, because the, the happier we are as employees, the better work we're going to provide. And that's actually factual uh, statistics back that up. But I this Christmas don't feel relaxed. I don't feel excited. I've kind of gone numb. And I'm not exactly sure why, but I figured out that Christmas, for me at least, isn't any more so much of an experience as it is a hurdle. A hurdle. And I don't know exactly why I feel that way. Uh, I, I've noticed, like I said, maybe with more kids, it's just kind of become more of a task list. I mean, my wife... God bless her. She goes into full-on task-oriented, let's conquer the world mode. Like, to her credit, she does an incredible job. She handles everything. She plans out the gifts. She plans out the decorations. She loves to set up the tree. We actually set up the tree the earliest we've ever set it up uh, this year. It was about like halfway through November after Remembrance Day here in Canada. Uh, We were respectful of our veterans, but we set it up super-duper quick, uh, and it just, I just don't feel like it, we, we kind of I, have rolled into the season. And so as soon as that, that tree's up, it's, it's lights out. She's got a list of Christmas gifts and stuff like that. And on my end, especially with all the, the transition that I've gone through, like a new job and we had a, a new kid in July, uh, I'm struggling a little bit. I'm struggling to get into the spirit of Christmas, which is hilarious because the marketing campaigns that go on for months, as soon as Halloween is over, you know, every single major supermarket and store retail chain has already changed all of its interior decorations from pumpkins, jack-o'-lanterns, witches, Halloween skeletons to Santa Claus, snow, snowmen, uh, candy canes and jingle bells playing 24-7. It is just, they've got it on lock. I mean, it's it's brilliant marketing. And it's pretty much crammed down your face. You've got a lot of radio stations. As soon as December 1st hits, they play nothing but Christmas music. And again, you'd think that that would get me in the Christmas mood. But it hasn't. And the thing that's frustrating me, guys, about this year is I feel like more than ever... And I... I, I I harp on this. I've harped on this every single restaurant so far. So please forgive me. Maybe I'm going through a season and you guys are along for the ride. But this is what I'm feeling. Is this Christmas is the first time in five years I feel like I'm in a really settled position for my current employment. Okay? Now, why is that unsettling? Why do I feel very stressed out? Because... A part of me wonders if the danger is truly there to coast now. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my job, and the potential to do great things in my job um, is very high. It's actually a very healthy company. It's employee-owned, which is very, very cool. Basically, the employees get to buy stocks every year, and eventually the employees will own the entire company. Very awesome. They can do trading eventually, too. Uh, 
it's it, it there's tons of room for growth there. But obviously there's a difference between passions and like obligations and or occupations. And I'm going to try to I want to try to clear this up. I I want to do I love to do this. I love to do this. I would love to do some interviews. We're going to get some interviews going on for you. We've got a former YouTube creator who gave up thousands of followers uh, for a different life. We're going to talk to them. I've got uh, I've got some musicians that I want to track down for you guys. Uh, and then I've got, I've got just some good friends of mine that I always like their takes on stuff. And I would love you guys to meet them. So there's good stuff happening in 2019 on that side of it. But a part of me, and it just can't get out of my mind, is... Is this a side hustle or is this eventually the end goal to be the real thing? And for some reason that has seeped into my Christmas spirit this year of all years. I don't know why, but it it's more real than ever this time. And it's, is this a side hustle or is this the end in mind? And you know, what's funny for my job, I'm in sales. Uh, I do a lot of researching every day. It's, it's on the web. I look at newspapers, magazines. I'm basically looking for new business opportunities to propose a relationship. I love sales for that reason. Uh, I've gotten away personally from the whole, you know, go door to door, knocking, shaking hands and pitching our product. Instead, I found that the better my relationship is with the customer and the more that they actually understand that I'm authentic and sincere, the more they are going to want to entrust business to me. So sales has actually become more of a relational thing than an aggressive, ambitious, in-your-face kind of tactic. Hope that makes sense. But with this whole thing settling in, as as I research every day, as I look on the web, I've gotten really attached to LinkedIn. And I never really saw the value of LinkedIn before. Obviously, I was in a different life situation. Networking wasn't that important. But if you don't know what LinkedIn is, either you're living under a rock. Now nah, you're not. It's To be honest with you, it's, it's not that exposed to a lot of people. But LinkedIn is basically like it's a social media platform where business professionals can feel safe, secure, uh, and encouraged to share ideas, collaborate, and network. If that's a mouthful, I'm sorry, but it, it's really cool. Uh, I really, really enjoy LinkedIn. But the problem with LinkedIn is I keep I, I followed uh, Lewis House, a great motivational speaker. I brought him up before. I do follow Gary Vaynerchuk. I follow R- Richard Branson, uh, who's the owner of the Virgin Group of companies. Uh, so if you've heard of Virgin Mobile, if you've heard of Virgin Radio. Um, and he actually, there's tons of different things that that, that organization has, uh, influence in, but you know, I follow these business professionals because I want to glean from what makes them successful. I want to glean from what has pushed them to where they are. And so dutifully, the people that I follow on LinkedIn, this social platform, it, I'm not going to say it's like Facebook because a LinkedIn People who are faithful and love LinkedIn would get angry at me, um, but it's not like Facebook. Facebook is more of a casual social interaction. You can post pictures of your your vacation trip to Venice or your new granddaughter or you know like a bunch of family stuff. It's very personal. Uh, LinkedIn is really nice for me at least because the focus is always corporate. It's it's always on growing your business, growing your brand, forwarding your vision. It's very cool. So I like that it's just kind of a a more narrow focus in that area. But these motivators like Lewis House and, and, and Gary Vaynerchuk, they keep posting 
as I'm doing my job, as I'm being faithful, as I'm, I'm digging up and I'm prospecting leads, they keep providing these brilliant and very well done motivational videos like you know you haven't reached your full potential make sure you're living each minute with in you know the i don't know deliberate you know intention and vision make sure you're planning out your life if you're not where you want to be then you need to write it down and change that direction and i'm not going to lie to you guys um, I, I've taken some big steps personally. I've really grown even doing this podcast as infrequent as it is now having three kids, I'm hoping to make it more of a thing, you know, buying the, the sound equipment and stuff like that too is a big step. But, you know, amidst the big steps I've already done in my life, I feel like I've still done so little, done so little. I feel like I haven't hit it and it's in my face over and over again. And I think that this is taking over the focus because instead of, you know, I, instead of being like, it's Christmas time and it's time to relax, I'm like, I'm incapable of relaxing. Instead, it's like something has hit the fan in my in my soul and in my brain and it's it's like something is poking me in the back saying, there's something more. There's something more that has to happen. There's something more. You need to chase something more. And so I'm constantly on guard and I don't know what to chase. I mean, I, I was listening to uh, Post Malone earlier today. I am a big fan of Mr. Austin Post from Texas. I enjoy him. I think he is a very genuine human being. Yes, music aside, he's actually very entertaining to watch. Um, and he just, he's just pretty sincere and authentic. He doesn't try to pretend to be something he isn't. He knows that he's a little bit of a different goose, um, but he's cool with it, and yet at the same time, he's very trendy, and he knows what he wants, and he's very talented musically, obviously. That's why we all know about him. Um, but I was listening to Post Malone, and I was remembering portions of his backstory. Now, if you don't know the story of Post Malone, I don't have all the facts. Uh, I've, I've watched a few things here or there uh, that kind of uh, elaborate on it. But the gist of it was he was unemployed, not totally sure what he wanted to do with his life. He loved music. Um, he, you know, he definitely, obviously, has a, a musical influence and, and definitely loved that. But wasn't sure what to do what he wanted to do with his life and one of his buddies had a YouTube channel I think I don't know if it was Minecraft or Roblox or something I'll look it up again but I'm I'm just this is a rant so ha disclaimer uh there's not going to be a lot of factual dates and times okay or names uh but his buddy was like a, a an up and coming YouTuber and his channel was really taking off and so this guy decided his friend uh, uh, you know, Austin, Post Malone, his friend decided to move to, I believe, Los Angeles to make it easier for his YouTube channel to flourish. And Austin just said, can I come with you? I'm not doing anything right now, and L.A. seems like the place to be, and obviously, you know, I've got some goals, and that might position me to, to do something better there. Can I come with? If you let me live on your couch, I'll pay you back someday. That is what he said. I do remember that, that Austin's like, if you let me live on your couch, I'll pay you back someday. So Austin goes to L.A. I'm sure he wouldn't like me calling him that. Post goes to L.A. Um, not a known artist, you know, helping his buddy. There's actually YouTube videos that still exist of him in the background helping his buddy out with, with some stuff to, for his channel. Um, and then he's writing songs, you know, in, in the off hours. He's writing songs, he's playing guitar, and then he releases a song. I don't know if it was White Iverson or something else. Maybe it was White Iverson. Uh, but he releases it on SoundCloud, uh, which is a really cool 
platform for up and coming artists to release their stuff. It's kind of like LinkedIn, but it's for musicians. So if you're noticing a trend where more and more platforms are becoming more and more useful, um, for people without a voice to get noticed. Yeah, that's, that's becoming a, a way huger thing. It's actually very cool. And don't get me started on artists, musical artists that are up and coming on SoundCloud. There is a lot of them that don't deserve to be there, but because they market themselves so well, they're famous and tons of young people are idolizing them. But that is a rant for a different day. Maybe it will be saved for the end of this rant, but we're going to keep moving forward. So, so Post releases this song. I'm just going to call it White Iverson. If I'm wrong, that's fine. Put it in the comments and rebuke me. That's cool. Uh, he puts it out on SoundCloud, this platform, and it blows up. Now, I, I, and I can't go into the huge details, but this blows up. He's got people texting him saying, You're, you know, this song is awesome. People are commenting on it, streaming, shared. Like, this song is blowing up. And, and that's kind of it. Like, he gets noticed. He gets discovered. He signs a deal. He makes more songs and music, and he just gets even more and more famous. And he's kind of the artist that we know and love today. But that story, for some reason, drives me crazy. Okay, and it drives me crazy because I'm a young dad, 27 years old, just had my birthday in November. Happy birthday to me. I've got three kids, I got a young wife, and I've got a lot of dreams. And what part am I taking a shot at something? And what dreams have I not even discovered yet that I should be taking a shot at? Now, I'm not trying to overthink and overwhelm myself, but this is something that's been keeping me up at night and uh, I just can't shake it for some reason. You know, Post Malone, I would say, is an addition to society. Yeah, I don't care if you don't like his music, but he's got talent. He's contributed to the social culture that was already there. Music is not going anywhere. Jay-Z, Beyonce, Bon Jovi, uh, you know, Maroon 5, Blake Shelton, uh, you know, Zach Brown Band. They're not going anywhere. These artists are here to stay. And it's happening. And with with Post Malone being added to the pool, personally, I like it. I think that he's he's a good artist, and he hasn't changed anything. This industry was going to still be here, so the fact that he gets to be a part of it, I think that's props to him, right? Um, but what dreams am I leaving on the table because I haven't taken a shot? And what people out there, my Russ Rance listeners... Uh, what shots are you not taking that are holding you back from obtaining what you should be getting? I was terribly worded, but the, the premise is still there. It's what are you not taking a shot on and what am I not taking a shot on that society actually could benefit from uh, or enjoy? I mean, again, the argument is, well, Post Malone, I don't really like him that much. He's not really making that good of music, whatever. Well, the point is he's actually actively participating in a pool of resources um, that already existed, and I think he's bettered it because Maroon 5 wasn't going to go anywhere. Paul McCartney wasn't going to go anywhere. They're all making music. It's an established industry, and he just threw his hat into the ring, and he's doing a great job. What arena are you supposed to throw your hat into the ring that you're not. Now, I've gone on this the, the, the whole time podcast that I did. It was my last one. And that was just something on my mind about utilizing your time. But I think there's also a lot of emphasis on self-discovery. Yes, you should measure your moments. Yes, you should measure the time you have here in, 
in existence, really, because we're all on a clock. I know that this is a topic that not a lot of people enjoy because, you know, we're all finite and, yeah, death is, is eventual, but don't be a Debbie Downer. But to a degree, to a degree, some urgency is healthy because it means that if you're wasting your life uh, reading books, chilling out, being an introvert, or being too much of an extrovert, not letting getting, uh, not letting anybody get close to you, and you're just party, party, partying, uh, or you're being the exact opposite of that, shutting yourself in. If you remember my analogy about uh, being a, a, a defenseman or offensive player in hockey, blah. I know if you're not a sports person, you've already tuned out again. It kind of all relates back to that, though. It really does. It's are you the next Post Malone of a different industry? I'm not saying he's the the greatest of all time. He's not the goat of his genre of music, but he just followed his buddy to L.A. and said, you know, let me live on your couch and I'll figure out the rest. And then he found a passion that he enjoyed, which was music. And then he just started making songs and then he released on SoundCloud. Now, if you think about that for a moment, let's pause here. And again, why is this all relating back to Christmas time? Is because this Christmas, I'm actually reflecting on my 2018. What have I contributed to the pool of community and culture that I'm existing in myself? That is what this is all about. Okay. I'm really sorry that it's taking this long to kind of tie those together for you, but this is why I'm uneasy at Christmas time. But if you think about it with Post Malone, there has to be a certain level of risk and self-confidence and vulnerability to do what he did. Everyone's just be like, well, now, because now if you think about it, a lot of young people now, because I kind of alluded to it, a lot of young artists who, in my opinion, do not contribute to the pool of, uh, of music, they are now releasing more and more music unabashedly on SoundCloud because they see Post Malone and a bunch of other artists actually that that were coming up as well uh, that released on SoundCloud, got discovered, and are now famous. So now you're seeing all of these smaller artists popping up. Now, why is that? Why is there an influx? Well, you could argue that there's more and more people, you know, that platform of SoundCloud has become more popular and it's more well-known. Uh, people are, are using that more than, you know, other, other websites and other platforms. But a part of me also believes that Post Malone inspired people. Uh, again, replace Post Malone's example with anyone else that you think is motivation. I don't care. But there are people that are willing to take a shot now because they, shot, uh, shot, they saw Post Malone take a shot then. There are people that are releasing rap, hip-hop, country, because they're like, you know what? I like music too. And if Post Malone can do this, being an artist on YouTube, uh, just being a buddy that followed his friend to California to help out with a YouTube channel, not really knowing what he wanted to do with his life, and then just taking a shot and now look at his life, more and more people are willing to take that shot and say, why not me? And that's the power of inspiration. You know, to, to take this to a deeper level, you could say that Martin Luther King did it, where, where he finally took a stand and said, we're going to peaceful protest, but we're not going to stand for this anymore. It ignited people that felt the same way, and then it became a united voice. There's power in taking a risk. There's power in taking a chance in something that you are passionate about and something that you do enjoy. My challenge is... I like a lot of things, and I'm busy. And a part of me is like, how do I filter what I should chase and what I shouldn't chase? Like here at this Christmas, I should be enjoying the fact that I'm on a break. 
uh, that, you know, there's no work. I've got my three beautiful kids, my wife, all of our Christmas shopping is done. The presents are wrapped. You know, we're going to go to a loving family. We have a pretty good family culture. Uh, and we're going to celebrate with our family. Uh, I've got a very blessed life. And yet, all I can think about is, what am I going to do in 2019 that's going to move me forward than where I was from in 2018? And I don't think that's a negative thing. Don't let it bog you down, obviously. Uh, and when I say that I'm a little bit more anxious or a little bit more antsy than I have been in past Christmases, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but don't let it get out of control. Don't let it shut down your relationships. Don't let it make you unhealthy. But there is a healthy degree of thinking to this. So, like, take a moment and actually just ask yourself honestly, what is it? What is something I enjoy? For example, I'm hoping to get uh, a friend of mine. Um, he's he's a successful business owner. He's a great parent, a great husband. Uh, but his passion is pointers, uh, dogs. And we'll get into hopefully someday more of what he does. But basically, he's a he's a dog trainer. He's a hunting dog trainer, and now he's breeding, but he loves it. And he's actually got an Instagram solely dedicated to this. And yet this man, for a majority of his life, uh, you know, has built up this other business very successfully, and he's doing a lot of other things, but his passion, one of his passions, one of the things he gets life from, enjoyment from, is something totally unrelated. And a part of me wonders, you know, what if he invested some resources and actually turned it over where that became something he did all the time or full time. Now there are some people that don't like that. So for example, uh, when I was working a, a summer job, I hated this job. Uh, God bless the employers. They, they gave me employment, but basically I was saving up for, for post-secondary and I needed a job that paid pretty good and had, no work on weekends. Like that was very important to me, but I'm, of course I'm a high school graduate. What do you think you're going to get? Like go work at McDonald's and take what you can get, or you got to find a miracle job elsewhere. So this was actually for a restoration company. So they would come in and do construction renos and, and, and repairs, uh, for sites that got damaged by water, sewage, fire, you name it. If an insurance claim happened and the place needed to be fixed, my company would get sent in to go demo it and demolish the 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 contaminated area, and then the specialized people would go in and, and rebuild it. I was not specialized, so I just would go in and, and demo it and then clean up the mess. Very, very easy. Awesome. Okay. Uh, so one of the people that I was paired with back in the day, his name was Zach. Really cool dude. Um, I enjoyed him. Uh, we didn't always get along. We didn't always have the uh, same work ethic, but... You know, I got paired with him quite a bit. I don't know if they just liked the young guns being together or whatever, but we, we did some road trips together where we had to go pick up some stuff. And so on one of these road trips, we would drive sometimes like an hour or two hours out of the city to these small little communities where like this big flood had just happened. It was. There, there's this huge flood, broke records. It happened all around the city uh, that I grew up in, Medicine Hat. And there was business was really good for this company that I was working for. And we had to go to these sites to pick up these dehumidifiers because before the people could work on and re-drywall and build up the walls again for these basements and these houses, they needed to get all the moisture out, right? Otherwise, you're going to get a bunch of mold problems. So we'd just drive around. It was the easiest job ever 
it wasn't all, all the time, but we got to drive around on the good days and, and just drive in our big company van and pick up these D-hums, is what we called them. And he, the, Zach is going on and on and on about cars. He loves cars. He tells me about all the parts. He tells me about the suspension, about the horsepower, you know, where it's from, where the engineers are from, who invented this type of engine or this company or whatever. And I'm just, I'm looking at him and I'm saying, Zach, what are you doing here? He's like, what? What are you talking about? I said, what, what are you, why are you working in construction? He was older than me. I said, why aren't you being a mechanic or practicing that or something? He said, he said this, he said this, very interesting. I don't want cars to become my job because then I won't enjoy it anymore. I'm worried that I won't enjoy it anymore if it becomes a job rather than a hobby or an interest. And my argument to that would be, can there not be a perfect balance to that? Is it impossible to, is it really so impossible that we can't mix what we love to do or what we really are passionate about with actually making a living and not killing that dream or that desire to further that? I mean, if you love photography, but you don't want to become a photographer, I actually have another friend who's the same. He's a brilliant photographer. He's actually a bigwig engineer for a big company. Very successful, very smart guy, but he loves photography and he loves hiking. He takes some of the most breathtaking photos. Zach built some of the, the coolest cars. And yet these guys are both doing different things. Is it, am, is it just me? Like, is it is it wrong? Is it actually rare? And it's actually statistical or, you know, factual that you should not mix the two together? That beware if you mix your passion project with occupation because it'll stymie your passion for it for the future? I mean, I'm getting conflicting messages because some of my friends are saying, I don't want this to become a job because then I'm going to hate it. And I've got other people saying, this is my passion and I'm doing it because I want to make a living at it and I want to get better at this because this is what I care about. I'm getting, I'm getting two different sides. So is it any wonder why my Christmas is a little bit more restless than usual? Because this is going on in my head. This whole balance where it's like, you should work a solid job and then use your after hours to have a side hustle work on your passion this podcast is a side hustle i'm not getting paid for this this is work and i enjoy it but would i want to do this for a living um maybe i'd want to do radio or broadcasting or producing uh or or video production for sure absolutely i would love to do that for a living but that's not where the car what's what's in the cards right now and that's not what puts food on the table but could it someday and would i be happy about that i think i would but then that thought comes back into my mind. Well, would I, would I hate it if it became work after a while? Is it better to keep the things we enjoy and are passionate about on the side? Is it like that? Is it like too much of a good thing is a bad thing? Is it attributed to eating like too much dessert when you're eating a good healthy diet? Should you only spice up your life or spice up your food life or, uh, or your your palate or your appetite with the dessert or the passion stuff only occasionally i don't know that doesn't make sense to me but i just thought i'd leave you guys with that i don't have the answer i'd love to know your thoughts uh and if you have some examples of what you're doing in your life either to progress your passion project forward or if you feel like there is a healthy balance and you've got some ideas why, 
tell me about it. Comment, message. I'm on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and uh, I would be very interested to know your thoughts on the subject. So very, very random, very sporadic. It's just before Christmas and I'm tired. What can you expect? And it's also been months before my last uh, par- uh, podcast. But I hope you enjoyed this. And uh, yeah, that's my crazy, crazy sporadic rant. And we'll talk to you later. See ya. Thank you for listening to this latest episode of Russ Rants. Super grateful to have you. You can find me again on Podbean or Twitter at Russ Rants. That's R-U-S-S-R-A-N-T-Z. Or on Instagram, just type in R-U-S-S-R-A-N-T-Z number one. Thanks again for listening to this rant. Hope to see you around for the next one. Bye for now.